This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Afro Man is getting sued. Now, Afro Man is best known for his one hit, Because I Got High. It's a classic now, Jim. This song, man, when it came out, was everywhere. Because I got high. Because I got high. <laughs> this one came out when I was like in grade eight or something. But even like little kids who didn't know what high meant were singing it. It's like a like a nursery it's an rhyme. Earworm for yeah. sure. It's almost like a baby shark. Once yes. it gets stuck in your head, it doesn't leave. Well, Afro Man's house got raided last summer, and we talked about that on the show. Uh, the police were looking for uh, drugs. They were looking for apparently victims of kidnapping. The drugs, I understand. Yeah. He's been bragging about it for years. They didn't find any victims of kidnapping. They didn't find drugs. And apparently Afro Man has security cameras all over his house. He was filming the police search. And he has used the footage of the police searching his house to make some uh, new music and videos. I think he's working on a concept album. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and now the cops are suing, saying that they have been humiliated by these videos that Afro Man has posted on YouTube. I hadn't watched the, this thing in its entirety. It is hilarious. So here is um, here is a clip. This is the initial raid. They bust through Afro Man's gate at the end of his driveway, uh-huh. and then they kick his door in. So he's got a question for the police department. Will you help me repair my gate? Will you help me repair my door? Did you find what you was looking for? Will you help me repair my gate and door? (laughs) Wow. That's kind of his specialty, that type of song, eh? Yeah, it's not far off from Because I Got High. No, no, he's got a one note, but still good. Yeah. Still catchy. So there's some footage of uh, one of the police officers. He's a bit of a bigger guy, and he's going through Afro Man's kitchen, and something catches his attention in this video. He does a double take when he sees some lemon pound cake mm. sitting on the counter. Would you like a slice of lemon pound cake? <laughs> you can take as much as you want to take. There must be a big mistake. Would you like to have a slice <laughs> of my lemon pound cake? The cake does look pretty good. Yeah, and that officer does keep getting suspiciously closer to it. Yeah. It's like under one of those glass domes, so it's like tempting, like you'd see at a bakery Ooh. on display. You're not allowed to eat the cake, though, when you're raiding a house. I think that's against the rules. No, no. You're also not allowed to take money from the suspects and put it in your pocket, but there's one portion of the video, allegedly that is what's going on, Ooh. according to Afro Man. He says, or he alludes to the fact that he has caught one of the police officers stealing cash out of some of his clothing. Why are you stealing my money? <laughs> Why this like five are seconds. you stealing my money? <laughs> you represent the lie. 
me. Wow. That's hilarious. My I hope legal they did catch work these guys. hard every day. Non-drug related. <laughs> Pay my taxes money. Well, the cops are suing them. They say that they have been humiliated. Uh, their reputations have been ruined. Now everyone thinks all they want to do is eat cake and steal money. First of all, th- first of all, their reputations have been ruined. How about all of Afro Man's neighbors? How about his reputation? If he wasn't busted with any drugs or uh, kidnapping victims, you embarrass them in front of his neighbor. What's the difference? You're on his property. Unauthorized use of an individual's persona, invasion of privacy by misappropriation, and invasion of privacy by false light publicly. No, if you have one sign on your property that says cameras are here or something like that, as far as I understand, <laughs> legal gray zone. I'm loving it, though. It's funny. It's uh, I haven't heard of Afro Man in 20 years. Like, he hasn't done no, anything. He, this is amazing. He's back. I hope his house <laughs> gets raided again. Truly. His songs are incredible. We are going deep here on Afro Man's new music. <laughs> Afro Man, famous for Because I Got High. He had his house raided last summer by the Adams County Sheriff's Department. They kicked down his door. They were looking for drugs and uh, uh, kidnapping victims. They didn't find what they were looking for. But Afro Man had security cameras up all over the house, and he used the footage of the cops searching his house as inspiration to write some new songs. Specifically, this one larger cop is uh, eyeing some lemon pound cake that is sitting (laughs) on the counter in Afro Man's kitchen. I didn't. He's written an entire song just about the lemon pound cake guy. Okay, Jim. let's have a little listen. I think you'll like it. The Adams County Sheriff kicked down my door. Then I heard the glass break. They found no kidnapping victims, just some lemon pound cake. Mama's lemon pound cake. Sheriff want to put down his gun and cut him a slice. Of what? Of what? Lemon pound cake. That's catchy. He wanna I kind of like down it. His Lemon pound cake. It's under the boardwalk, but. Lemon pound cake. He's a family guy. Well, good for Lemon Afro, man. He's using it as inspiration. You know what Mama says. When life gives you a lemon, make lemon pound cake. <laughs> God, I hope he's innocent of all charges. You know, because, like, this could be an R. Kelly situation. He could be a kidnapper. We just don't know about it. They couldn't find him. But if he's not. I hope hope he's not kidnapping anybody. 100%. Me too. too. It doesn't sound like he is. Because I hope this album goes platinum. That cop definitely is eyeing up that pound cake oh, in the video. His though. belly is turning to it. Like <laughs> his head's cut it's off. Like the but cartoon his belly. character when they smell something, they start floating towards yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Is Jack Hardy is the artist, and I'm loving that song. Singing along when I'm cruising in the car, and it comes on the radio. But I just it, it reminded me of another song, and I couldn't put my finger on it. Until this weekend, it clicked. I was like, yes, that's what it is. So let's listen to a little piece of Hardy here, okay, Jim? Okay. Uh, this is the start of that tune. Does it not sound a lot like the Foo Fighters? 
heart of gold, but it lost its pride.、Mm. Beautiful veins and bloodshot eyes. What do you think? Yeah, the hand picked guitar intro. Let it die here. I, let's do a little mashup and see what they sound like together. Heart of gold, <laughs> but it lost its pride. It's, no, it's definitely the same vibe. Like the the Foo, Foo's one almost sounds like an acoustic version of the Hardy one. I feel like if you were playing Hardy, you could sing the Foo Fighters song yeah, over top、yeah. of it and vice versa.、Mm-hmm. And even when it gets crunchy, because both songs start off slow and then they they get loud towards the end. I, I can hear a similarity. I'm not inspired by. No, I'm not accusing Hardy of of ripping off the foos, but sometimes you hear something, and then years later, you know, it just comes. So、out. you are kind of retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you ripped him off. You did it on purpose. I'm, not, I'm saying he accidentally ripped him <laughs> off. But I would assume he has heard that Foo Fighters song at some point in his life. That was、oh, a pretty、yeah. big song. Absolutely, <laughs> "Let It Die." It's got a, it's got the same kind of song structure to it, at least, at the very least. Yeah. Kanye West likes Jewish people again. He hopped on Instagram this past Saturday, and he tweeted out, or sorry, posted, Instagrammed out.、Sure. Watching Jonah Hill in Twenty One Jump Street made me like Jewish people again. <laughs> compliment for Jonah. Yeah, no one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti-Semite, knowing Jesus is a Jew. Okay,、uh, maybe you should have stopped at the previous sentence there, Kanye. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. He didn't apologize for his past remarks.、Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know if our Jewish friends care whether or not Kanye likes them again. Yeah, I think that might be a hole you can't dig out of. <laughs> That、Why? ship has sailed. <laughs> But that's all it took, huh? Like, I, it's a funny bad, movie. Too bad it wasn't around in like the 1930s and Hitler saw it because we might have avoided that whole World War II thing. That's a, I saw a couple of tweets of、uh, people saying we need to invent a time machine and go back and show Hitler 21 Jump Street. If only, <laughs> if only. Jonah Hill has done it. He <laughs> stopped World War II <laughs> with his、wow. comedic undercover cop yeah. antics. 
this this probably doesn't make Jewish people forgive Kanye, but I think it does make people who weren't aware that he's absolutely crazy. You know, I, I think it just adds to the. Yeah. Does he is he thinking straight ever or not to diminish any awful things he said, but like how much does he even believe what he said in the first place? I don't know. Yeah, this seems like uh, like an irrational post. It's it's about as rational as anything he's ever said or done. You know what I mean? Like watching a movie about two undercover cops going to high school has now convinced you that Jews are good. And Jonah Hill's like he doesn't do anything specifically Jewish in that movie. Like I didn't even know. Like I didn't even really think that Jonah was Jewish to be honest. Yeah, he he didn't watch Schindler's List and change his mind. Totally. He watched 21 Jump Street. Yeah. I wonder how Jonah Hill was feeling on Saturday when he saw this. Would you feel good? Like, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> I'd be like, wow, I have that power. The Taz and Jim Podcast. OHL playoffs starting this week. He's an OHL insider, the voice of the London Knights. Mike Stubbs is with us. Hey, Stubbsy. Hey, how are things? Good. Well, let's start with the Knights. Uh, we gave the kudos earlier to Dale Hunter. He reached 900 career wins behind the bench on uh, Saturday night. You were with uh, the team in Windsor when it happened. Was it a pretty uh, fun celebration on the bus ride back? You know what? It was classic Dale Hunter celebration, and that is, well, we've got a chance to win 901 tomorrow. So on to the next game. He, he, you know what? He smiled on the bench yesterday as a video tribute was happening. But he's somebody who always credits his players. Still, you look at what he does behind the bench. It was put into perspective by Ryan Payette of the London Free Press saying, in order to win 900 games, you have to win 50 games a year out of 68 for 18 straight years. Dale has been behind the bench for just over 20. So put that into perspective. He has been so close to 50 all of those years that it has happened this quickly. He's amazing. He he understands players uh, so well. He understands people better than anybody I've ever met. Uh, He's uh, he's incredible. So congratulations. Did he have a spare uh, change of clothes? Because the guys showered him when he came into the locker room after the game with water bottles. I asked him about that. He said it was a little cold on the way home because there was some air blowing in the front of the bus, and it seemed to be finding him. Uh, the Knights are going to be playing Owen Sound in the first round of the playoffs. They will, and they didn't know that until last night. It came down to five minutes to go in the Owen Sound Saginaw game. Owen Sound won. The Knights beat the Kitchener Rangers. And so it's the Knights and the Owen Sound attack in round number one. They split their season series. It is never easy to win at the Bayshore. You've got the Bayshore bounce, where if you fire a puck off the end board at the Harry Lumley Bayshore Arena, it'll give you a bounce. And so this should be a really fun series. Uh, Owen Sound has a great, passionate fan base. The Knights fans are set to go. So looking forward to this one. Yeah, first game this Friday Budweiser Gardens in London, Game 2, Sunday at Budweiser Gardens. Uh, the Bulldogs, Hamilton Bulldogs, have never played the Barry Colts in the OHL playoffs. This is going to be the first time. It will be, and it will be a way to try and stop Brant Clark. Brant Clark came back from Hockey Canada and the World Juniors 
He came back from the L.A. Kings this year to join Barry. He's the kind of guy who'll be breaking up a play in his own zone, and then he'll be on a breakaway about two seconds later. He's got that ability. So he's been making that team go, but it's not just Brad Clark. They've got a good team in Barry. However, look at the Hamilton Bulldogs. Taz, they, seem, they came so close to playing the Peterborough Peets. I was rooting for this series. I wanted Hamilton Peterborough. And why is that? Well, they made a big deal over the course of this season where some of those veterans that helped Hamilton to win an OHL championship went to Peterborough. Oh, yeah. And you got Peterborough's young stars back, and Hamilton was supposed to stay quiet for the rest of the year. Well, they didn't. They almost finished in fifth in the Eastern Conference. That's impressive. And they could have gone head-to-head, so you'd have old veterans versus young, hungry guys I think it would have made an excellent series. This will be a good series. Barry is a tough team to play. They've got size. They are physical. And so it'll be a great test for the young guys on Hamilton. And they should just continue their same old string of, here we go, win a championship, rebuild, get ready to try and win the next championship. What team would the Knights and the Bulldogs like to see eliminated in the first round? (laughs) Uh, I think you look at the top of the conference, but for the Bulldogs, I think it comes down to the Ottawa 67s. Taz, when the Ottawa 67s are winning after the second period, they're 41-0-0-0. Wow. They have not even come close to losing, and they've been winning after the second period 41 times. For the Knights and I think everybody in the Western Conference, They'd love for the Guelph Storm to do everyone a favor and knock out the Sarnia Sting. I don't think it's going to happen, but the Sting went on a run toward the end of the season where they went 17 games without losing in regulation. It finally ended on Saturday night against the Erie Otters, who aren't going to make the playoffs, so that's a little strange one. But the Sarnia Sting are a very dangerous team. So it would be Sarnia in the West, it would be Ottawa in the East, but I don't see either of those things happening in the first round. Don't you feel like this is the start of the Christmas season for Stubbs? I can just hear the excitement in your voice, Stubbsy. (laughs) It's fun like that. It is. And and it's almost like this is uh, Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. It begins on Thursday. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Uh, I'm just going through some headlines here, and this one caught my attention. I'm trying to figure out what what exactly is going on in this story. The story headline is female tenant arrested for squeezing landlord's testicles to death over electricity bill. I, I don't understand if she sque- squeezed his testicles until his testicles died yeah. or did the man die? I think the testicles died. I don't think you can I don't think you can squeeze a testicle woman enough ha- to so the guy dies. This happened in Nigeria according to the state police. There was a disagreement over the electricity bill, blah, blah, blah. Landlord fell to the ground unconscious and was rushed to the hospital where the doctor on duty pronounced him dead. Holy cow. So maybe he was in such distress he fell, hit his head maybe. Because that's the first time I've, I've heard of somebody dying that way. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. I, I know it hurts. First, it feels like death. Yeah. Uh, but I also, uh, I thought maybe, like, she killed his testicles, but no, she killed him. That's not a fun way to go. <laughs> it's 
got to be one of the worst. And also, <laughs> makes me not want to be a landlord as well. Yeah, you got to deal with a lot. Seems you know? like easy money on the surface. Yeah, everybody's talking about investing in properties and, you know. Until? It's work. Mm-hmm. Nothing in life is free. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, I want to give a shout out, say hello to the folks at Ross Towing. Had a situation on the weekend, Oh, Jim. no. Needed some help. Um, Saturday, my son and my wife were downstairs. I was upstairs trying to take a nap, and then I heard a commotion. So I got up. I said, what's going on? And Uli said, Grayson can tell you what's going on. Uh, oh. And I said, what's go- what happened? And he's like, no, I don't want to tell Daddy. He's going to be mad. And he was getting all upset. And now I'm getting upset because I'm imagining the worst. Like, what, what'd you do, kid? Tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently he was doing some, uh, like, writing with mom at the table, and he didn't want to do any more writing, practicing his writing and reading. He wanted to play hockey, and his hockey equipment was in the trunk of my car. And my wife told him, no, you're not allowed to get your hockey equipment. You're not allowed to play hockey. This is reading and writing time. He snuck, got my car keys <laughs> when she was distracted. She, he went out into the garage, opened my trunk, took his hockey equipment out of my trunk, and then closed the trunk with my keys inside. <laughs> So you don't have the backup key fob? I I lost it probably uh, 10 years ago. So it's my only set of keys. Uh, man. I tried the coat hanger thing, it wasn't working, so I had to bite the bullet and I called uh, a tow truck to come out and they yeah. they popped her open for me. Easiest money they'll make that day. Well, here's uh here's the thing. I'm curious to know what other parents think cuz we're trying to teach my son, he's 6 now, about consequences. Mm-hmm. If you don't listen to mommy and daddy, there's consequences. So I made him pay the tow truck drivers <laughs> from his piggy bank. Uh-oh. And was I, that 80 bucks? I tell you it was $90 in yeah. tunies. And I told the tow truck drivers this and they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." But then when I gave them the Ziploc bag full of tunies, they were like, "Oh, you're not joking." I'm well, like, no, here you go. What this would you is- prefer, son? <laughs> Pay it out of your own bank account or we lock you in the trunk. <laughs> it's one or the other. So I, I hope that has a lasting impact. I hope he realizes that if he doesn't listen, he uh, he's going to have to face the consequences. Sure, sure. I wonder how, like, how did he make that money in the first place? Chores and stuff? Or yeah, was that birthday chores. gifts? He yeah, brings yeah. in the recycling bins for us. Well, <laughs> that's what you get. I mean, I, I one time I... Crashed my dad's snowmobile. I had to pay for it. How much did that cost you? Nine hundred bucks. I didn't crash, crash, but I hit a stump, ruined the How the, old the hood. Thirteen. Okay. A little older, and it was it was my fault. Like, uh, but it, I don't know if it's comparable. But you know what? Having to pay something out of your own pocket when you're a kid does does teach you. Well, the value is when you make a mistake. Is you learn from it. Yeah. That's the other thing. That's better than $90. That's a $90 lesson, son. Don't close the trunk until you know where the keys are. And how much money will that save him in the future? Yeah. Thousands. Yeah, worth every toonie. (laughs) This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is the final day of the first round of our small town tournament of 64. 
trying to determine what the greatest small town in the Taz and Jim listening area is. And who's going head-to-head today? We got Caledonia versus Port Maitland. Caledonia is home to a very nice dam on the Grand River. Used to run a bunch of mills, this dam did. But the very religious, call it a dang, in town. Also, it's a very fun town name to drive through and then put that name into any Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Caledonia, rest in peace. I must warn you about the mother... Girls in Caledonia. Try it next time you drive through Caledonia. They're taking on Port Maitland this morning. The smallest town, Taz, in this competition. Only really? 100 people live in Port Maitland. They mostly live at the Sandy Shore Trailer Park. Thinking about moving there? Here's a review on Google. Quote, this is a Mickey Mouse operation. They're pretending to run a business, but it's a total joke. One star. Pack up the kids, hun. we We're moving to Port Maitland. <laughs> In the other side of the bracket, we got Dorchester versus Oil Springs. Oil Springs. If you saw the opening scene of Be- Beverly Hillbillies, you basically saw Oil Springs. I went to Wikipedia because this place, it's, it had a bunch of oil back in the day. And I wanted to know, where did this oil come from? How did they discover it? And according to Wikipedia, quote, Locals originally struck oil when Yo Mama was walking around with high heels. Okay, this is why we can't publicly source Wikipedia <laughs> entries. Jeez. They're taking on Dorchester this morning, home to Slow Pitch City. It's got like 10 baseball diamonds, all at one facility there. And for all of you middle-aged guys out there, if you go to the beer uh, tent, Go up to the bar and ask for the Dad Special. That's a tall Budweiser with two crushed Robaxa sets in there. Forget about your back. You won't feel anything for 24 hours. <laughs> Is that a real thing? Just ask. <laughs> couple more matchups we have right now, including... Binbrook versus Smithville. Yes, Binbrook, Ontario is a community just southeast of Hamilton. This is great news. It's actually kind of making me emotional. Binbrook just got an LCBO in 2020, Taz. They grow up so fast. Congratulations. (sighs) They just got a library in 2018, and no one's been there since the LCBO opened up two years later. (laughs) Two steps forward, one step back. They're taking on Smithville this morning. Could there be a more generic name for a town? Smithville. It sounds like the town was pulled over by a cop and they gave him a fake name. Uh, my name? Uh, Smithvilleton. <laughs> Actually, speaking of police officers, it's a former police village. Really? Yes, which explains why they had a Tim Hortons before Grimsby did. St. <laughs> George is taking on Simcoe this morning. St. George, Ontario, just north of Brantford. And Brantford. Brantford. His name's St. George because he was the patron saint of Bush Light. Fun fact, it's right in the Bible there for you. They're also big fans of apple-based beverages in St. George's uh, with uh, the Apple Harvest Festival. If you don't know what you're sipping, here's a tip. If it's clear and yellow, you got juice there, fella. If it's tangy and brown, you're in Cidertown. They're taking on Simcoe this morning, the shining jewel of Norfolk County. It has a lovely bumpin' giant tiger there, or as the local wine moms like to call it when they're getting a little saucy, the GT Boutique. If you think Simcoe is bumpin' now, you should have seen it in 1846. They had two sawmills, two breweries, six taverns, and two druggists. 
I'm not sure what a druggist is, but I think that's where you got all the Coca-Cola with all the cocaine in it. <laughs> the good old days. Back in the day. The good old days. Mm-hmm. If you thought Coke was bad for your teeth now, eighteen forty-six when it had cocaine in it, much worse. <laughs> Vote. What towns do you want to move on? You make the choice. On the Instagram page, Taz and Jim on Instagram. Click on our stories and all today's matchups are there for the voting. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Taz and Jim, have you seen Wolf, Wolfgang Van Halen on Twitter? He's no longer going under Van Halen. He's now Wolfgang Led Zeppelin. He's changed his name. <laughs> what? <laughs> to prove a point, he was getting trolled. People are saying, oh, Wolfgang Van Halen, he's using the the band's name to uh, get ahead to further his own career and he responded Van Halen is literally my effing name you great <laughs> I'm Dutch <laughs> Van Halen yeah, and he Figure was in the out. band for over a yeah. decade right yeah Van Halen is literally my name then he put up a uh, a poll asking his followers to choose his new name Wolfgang Led Zeppelin Wolfgang ACDC Wolfgang the Who or Wolfgang Paul McCartney were the options. <laughs> Wolfgang Led Zeppelin won, and still, that's his name on Twitter. A Got week a nice later. Ring to it. <laughs> Wolfgang Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Speaking of Zeppelin and uh, offspring of classic rockers, Jason Bonham said he was cleaning out uh, the attic and found a big box of old tapes. He thinks they may be previously unheard Led Zeppelin recordings. Hmm. Says he's a little concerned that he's going to hook them up. They're like the old reel-to-reels. They've been sitting there for so long that they might crumble or or not work. So he's got to talk to some experts in terms of getting the tapes so they're playable and he's not going to ruin them. Mm-hmm. But he says, yeah, he wants to he wants to give them a listen and see what's on there and share it with the fans. Interesting. So maybe. I hope that's what it is, like audio recordings. If it's like actually a reel-to-reel projector, he finds an old sex tape of his dad and mom. Oh, dang it! <laughs> audio tapes. That's just, that's just the audio tape? It's okay, just the they audio know it's audio tapes. for yeah. sure. Okay. Be careful before you... Because <laughs> if I you found watch any old VHS, videos... Yeah, no thanks. <laughs>